Hi, this is Eda. And this is Maha. We are two friends who enjoy watching Dizzy's. Join us on our journey as we talk about all things Dizzy. Hi, Eda. Hi, Maha. I'm a bit excited. This is our first episode. Can you believe it? I know. This is exciting and really weird at the same time, but we're ready to take this journey. Um, do we want to yeah. share with folks why we decided to name this podcast Dizzy Friends? Sure, sure. Yeah, I think we should. That kind of uh, ties into our friendship as well. Yes. So it was um, like in the pandemic that I started to write about Dizzy's. I'm Turkish, by the way, for anyone who's listening. And I wanted to write about Dizzy's because I I was seeing a lot of uh, articles and edits of disease. You know how it was. It, it's mm-hmm. this Sanchal Kapumut time. Like everyone yes. was like crazy. <laughs> and and I started to write about. Uh, and then came up like Marashli and Sonia's. And the, the, that was the year of the great disease, which we'll get into later. Yep. And then I started to write about disease. And I, Maha is one of the precious friends I made along the way. And she, when she visited Turkey, she um, brought me gifts. And I met her friends. And we were all over Istanbul. <laughs> and then Best we time ever. friends. Yeah. yeah. And then, like when like we had this idea about making a podcast about disease but just maybe a podcast about um what we like about disease and then we were thinking about the name Mm -hmm. and it like it's because disease brought us together it made really it made sense to name it dizzy friends because we think it's a great way to make friends watching disease (laughs) what what about you um what about you i i think i you hit the nail on the head but to me i think this all started because of the pandemic and we'll talk about our journeys later because i think you and i have a unique um connection to disease outside of disneyland twitter but i remember during the midst of the pandemic i think i ran out of all the English things, all the international things. And I went back to my roots of like, let me watch Turkish things because I used to do that a lot with my family. So I am uh, Egyptian-Palestinian and we used to watch a lot of the dub disease and, and we had access to them in ways perhaps folks in America didn't. And I remember the uh, when I started watching Marashli, it was very um, unique to me and I wanted to know more. And then I started do- going in and although I was on Dizzy Twitter, I wasn't really interacting with people. And the first person I interacted with, I think, was you, actually, Ada, when you had written really? those articles about, oh, yes. That's and so I cool. Like, I want to talk. <laughs> and I felt like you were a celebrity. I'm like, oh, I get to talk to Ada on Twitter. And then oh my um, God. I, I started so going cute. into that world. And then at some point, I met some so many wonderful people that I, I think at some point we need to bring them on or do shout outs to them because it's such a beautiful community. But I was like, I need to, um, I had to divide my own personal Twitter that I use for work and I created a whole yeah, thing I remember that. for, for yeah. it because I was like, I am deep into this and I wanted to get to know people and discuss. And so that's how I think became friends. And it's not just, just you, although you're one of the dearest friends there, but I've met so many cool people and we were able to join and, and connect because of something that some people might see trivial, but 
entertainment and connecting over stories and gushing over uh, storylines and actors and and what comes next united people and that was I think a sanity for some of us in the pandemic exactly exactly if we come to our personal like journeys with disease mm -hmm. then I think mine is something out of habit because I'm Turkish in the mm -hmm. Turkish home I always write about it <clears throat> sorry in the Turkish home there is always a tv in the background mm -hmm. and all the family is watching so like um but like after my like adolescent years I didn't really watch disease that much um or I was really selective uh with my choice but like my mom and my dad used to watch a lot so I was always keeping an eye on disease so I always had an idea about what was coming out etc mm -hmm. um but it was in the pandemic that um disease found a place in my heart because before mm -hmm. that I didn't really have anyone to discuss them with other than my parents mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so like and I think it's like um this is the joy that, that having uh friends to share stuff with uh comes in like because if you like when i was just watching them at home none of my friends were interested in disease my turkish mm -hmm. friends because i don't know some people just look down on disease in here like not all like some diseases are popular like through and through but like uh it was in the pandemic when i found friends like from other uh countries Uh, I rediscovered disease and I started seeing them in a different light, which was really important to me because like um, before that, I was really concentrating more on the technical side of things, which is very unfair when you're like mm -hmm. um, commenting on a disease because they are made in such hurry and uh, such difficult conditions. Right. Now I can uh, finally like concentrate more on the stories, storytelling aspect of it. Mm -hmm. which is great because I think we have some great writers um, mm -hmm. uh, in Turkey and some great actors as well <laughs> so yeah that's that's my personal connection yeah. what about yours mine started similarly although you know I didn't speak uh, Turkish obviously and don't yet yet uh, crossing fingers but uh, we grew up in a household <laughs> where my aunt and my grandma lived with us and my aunt uh, we had a um, satellite channels and they brought different Arabic channels and we were a household where we only had one TV so if everybody wanted to watch something they had to go to the living room and I was low down on the pecking order because I was the youngest so I had to watch whatever was being watched by the the person who was controlling the remote control which was not me and my aunt used to love watching some of these dizzies they just got dubbed and I remember that was our bonding experience and what I loved about them is because they were very um they were dramatic in a good way I, I can't say it was It took me away from studying. It took me away from other things. Like I felt like the story was um, taking me to a place. It's a uh, dramatic. It, it, it had nothing to do with what my everyday life. So it was a nice escape. And it was uh, 
gorgeous folks, beautiful scenery, amazing music. And I remember she would have them on in the background and I would be like in the kitchen making um, lunch or making coffee and there's like dramatic music. And I feel like my life is like a, a dizzy because I have a, a amazing soundtrack to it. <laughs> so so that's how I that started. So cute. <laughs> yeah, it was. And uh, my also other interest is I did my master's in uh, Middle Eastern cinema um, as part of the communication studies. So I've really been interested in this idea of cinema and um, how that interacts with the stories and how it reflects society or doesn't. And so um, these were just another way for me to branch out to um, connect with that part of myself. And then, you know, life got away from us work and I stopped um, watching Dizzy's and my, when my um, aunt passed away, it was something that we didn't really watch TV that much in that way. And it wasn't again till the pandemic, like I said earlier, that I rediscovered my love for them. And I think it made me realize like, oh, no, I it's not there's no shame in loving something like this. I own this and I love watching Dizzy's and I'm proud of it. And I remember um, when I was in Istanbul, I don't know if I shared the story with you, Ada, but we were in one of these restaurants and I had a I have a Marashli bag. My friend made me because I was so obsessed with the show. Yeah, I remember it. And yeah, I remember the bag, right? And then the lady came up to me and we were, even though she had broken English, my Turkish is non is non-existent. We had a moment where we connected over Dizzy's because she loved Ashki Mamnon and she was asking me if I knew it. And so it just made me realize, like, no, there is it brings folks together, whether strangers, whether friends on the internet. And this is something that we should um share with others excitingly, like you said. Yeah, we can uh, also talk about like uh, let's come to the reason mm -hmm. we wanted a mm -hmm. podcast because we could have easily kept our conversa conversations between us, but yes. <laughs> we decided to share them with the uh, community. Like yes. we, uh, I don't know who came up with the name Disneyland, whoever it was. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Like we wanted to, why we wanted to share um, these conversations uh, with uh, the Dizzy community, mm -hmm. Dizzy, like Dizzy watchers around the world. Mm -hmm. And I think like one of the reasons was because I'm like, I'm already creating content as a writer mm -hmm. for uh, the mm -hmm. Dizzy community. And right now I even have a challenge still going on yes. <laughs> on my blog. Um and um, yeah, I think I'm able to shed light on some of the things that are that get unnoticed or like, mm -hmm. of course, naturally being Turkish helps yeah. <laughs> with mm -hmm. knowing some traditions or some, uh, I don't know, sayings or other nuances that mm -hmm. um, international viewers uh, cannot uh, notice while they are mm -hmm. watching. Exactly. And you, on the other hand, um talk about you can talk about yourself <laughs> what you can contribute <laughs> I, I contribute a uh, great interest and I love going down rabbit holes but I think it's uh, I'm an avid researcher and because I've been watching Dizzy's for a while uh jokingly uh Sophia one of our friends on Disneyland calls me the Dizzy Oracle just because I'm able to connect the dots and I've watched uh so many of them but mostly because I just love to see the connections of how and I know we'll talk about this in future episodes how Dizzy's have become international and the stars are international and how it affects culture not just in Turkey so I think between the both of us we provide hopefully something unique and entertaining and just because we're just 
also because we are excited to share something, we want to share it with others who are interested in the same thing. Exactly. And also like um you've studied cinema which you didn't yes. even tell me up until this <laughs> day. <laughs> so I think you'll contribute in a great way. Yeah. Yes, yes. I I I would like to mention my new job as well. I'm working yeah. in a production company now. Uh, we are not shooting at Dizzy. We are doing a musical, but like I'm always like I'm I'm closer to the industry now. So that I think might be helpful in the future to oh, yeah. uh, let our listeners uh, into some uh, information or mm-hmm. different things. I don't know. Hopefully, yeah. I don't want to give too much yes, away, yes. but like, but expect fun so, things in this space, yeah. <laughs> and also, we are hoping this dizzy, like this podcast, will help you find new friends. Yes, yes. <laughs> we are like I don't I don't want to sound too desperate, like <laughs> to find new friends. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm so lonely. I need friends. But uh, jo- yeah. all jokes aside, we yeah. think it's a wonderful way to find people who are interested in the same things as you are because it's we all have friends but it's difficult to find the ones that are interested in the ones you like and I think this is the reason there are so many reaction channels I'm Mm -hmm. I'm watching some of them on YouTube myself people are seeking other people who are interested in the things they are interested in that is like that is a need Mm-hmm. we uh, mm-hmm. all have so yep. we hope that this is going to uh, help fill in that need for you this podcast yes and what was the tagline we came up with what friends watch dizzy's right yes exactly <laughs> <So>. <laughs> i was saving it for the closure oh we can say it again it will be we will tagline it we'll put it on t-shirts saying yes. it until people start like until it sticks <laughs> yes. yes all of you so um maybe uh we for the first uh episode we wanted to give uh our listeners a rundown of uh like a little bit of dizzy history maybe mm-hmm. if you will like very short um, but like we wanted to uh, explain a little bit where Dizzy's come from or how they came mm-hmm. about like mm-hmm. um, for like for starters uh, I want to take you back to 1968 oh. <laughs> this is the first broadcast of uh, Turkish um, public television TRT mm-hmm. and was it the first man on the moon in 1969 I think so. Like Neil Armstrong? Was it 1969? I don't want to, I don't know why I want to connect the two somehow. Like, (laughs) I can, this is what Google is for. Hold on. Let's see. (laughs) Anyway. Yeah, keep there. So this was the first broadcast, but uh, of course, uh, before the 70s, Exactly. So one year before Neil Armstrong set foot on the moon, Turkish television <laughs> had its first broadcast. This this way they will never forget. I'm of a course, good teacher. Yes, yes. <laughs> so, uh, but uh, it wasn't like until the 70s that we uh, hear about any disease. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, we were talking about this before the before we started. Uh, mm-hmm recording uh in 1975 mm-hmm. uh the first ashka memnu as mm-hmm. dizzy was uh aired 
mm-hmm. and it was black and white because until 1984 there was no color tv in turkey mm-hmm. so uh most memorable dizzy from this era the 70s was Ashkı Memnu mm-hmm. the 80s is when I grew up because I'm 43 uh, and the 80s dizzies mostly were uh, comedies like family comedies mm-hmm. um, they were like um, all I remember from my childhood are these cute funny dizzies <clears throat> sorry but mm-hmm. uh I think the only ones that were not comedies were Chalukushu, which uh, again, like they, the, it had a reboot years later uh, with Burak Özçivit and Fahiyo mm-hmm. uh, Evcan. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, this this Chalukushu, if you can get your hands on it, please do watch it. It's awesome. It's the best. It's makes it still makes me cry. It has the best song, which they used later for the reboot. Um. And the 90s, again, like lots of, lots of uh, comedies, family comedies. I think that was uh, with very like uh, big cast, like uh, all of these comedies had a lot of people in them mm-hmm. who all became famous, by the way, later. And mm-hmm. um, memorable ones was like Ikinci Bahar uh, mm-hmm. with uh, Turkan Şoray, um, mm-hmm. who you might have heard of. Uh, we'll, by the way, we'll list these dizzy names in the podcast notes because mm-hmm. uh, you might want to check some of them out. I think TRT has opened its archives. I'll mm-hmm. try to find the link and you might be able to watch some of these on there. Mm-hmm. And then we come to the early 2000s where I uh, leave it to you. Yes. <laughs> I'm I'm always in such awe whenever Ada shares the history. I'm always like, yes, and more. Tell us more. But in the 2000s, I think is when DZ started uh, exploding on the scene, especially in the Middle East and other ways. They started getting dubbed, and I remember um, we, the first time we ever saw DZ in the, the Arab world. And although I grew up abroad, I as I said, we had the satellite channels. It was Gumush, which had uh, Kivanj Tatlur, and. Um, it was basically uh, something that was never seen before. And what they did is they would cut up the disease in in f- two episodes a week. So then they would air it on the weekends in the Arab world. And it was dubbed in, it was done in a way that was not the formal Arabic. So before when they would have shows from like, Mexico or Latin America or Japan, they would dub it in very, very formal Arabic, which is um, not conversational. This was the first time they, they, they dubbed it with like a dialect. So it was easy for folks to understand. And overnight, it exploded. The other one that became very famous was the, and I'm going to slaughter the name. So Ada, please help me. It's the, the, that was the first time. Yeah. we. This is the first time we saw Tuba on there at Tuba Pakistan, as we all know her, we love her. This was the first time she was on the screen. What was interesting about these two dizzies is they became so popular in the Arab world that people don't, till this day, I don't think a lot of people know what Kivanch's name and Tuba's name. They associate them with the character's name. So they called Mohanad and Lamis. And to the and and it exploded. Also, they had both of them come and film an ad together. This was before they did their Dizzy Shuzur and Guzel. Oh, I didn't so, know about that. Yeah, it was like a perfume um, ad, and it was like very short, and it like made a big. It was a big splash. But we'll talk more, I think, in the future about how Dizzy stars became international. But that was, I think, a start with. Then, as the years went on, 
not just the Arab world, but Latin America and other places started purchasing the rights for DZs and dubbing them in their own language and showing them. And um, there's a list of them we will add to it. But there are these two, I would say, are the biggest when I think of the early 2000s for DZs. Those are the two that come to mind. And I'm yeah, sure. I think I Go would ahead. I would love to add to that, like yeah. uh, Asmalı Konak. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um because uh i think it became really famous yeah uh, i think it was sold to some countries as well yeah and then uh you remember we talked about this like kurtlar vadisi that mafia dc that uh, yes. in an episode yes. they had andy garcia and sharon yep. stone and i yep. think he kissed sharon stone by the way i i yes. I, I remember it and I had to check it um, uh -huh. to believe it. Even even though I watched it, I still can't believe they let they let him kiss Sharon Stone. <laughs> Look at anyway, this. Disney, like Disney United, that. Andy Garcia and Sharon Stone, who we've never seen in a, in a American movie before, but, they kissed in the But Disney Andy movie. Garcia didn't kiss Sharon Stone. No. Uh, the guy in the Dizzy kissed oh, Sharon Stone. Yes. That's why what I can't believe name? it. I mean, Andy Garcia and Sharon Stone could kiss. Yeah. Uh, but like uh, I was, <laughs> I, I wasn't a fan of Kurtlarva DC because it was a mafia DC yes. through and through. Like it was hardcore mafia, and it really, uh, I I'm not like I can deal with mafia DCs like Adam Farah. Yeah, uh, but uh, that one, that one really, um, I don't know, praised being in the mafia. Yep. It wasn't. Mm -hmm. It's not something to be proud of you know yeah so uh, anyway uh, that was yeah. a shocking moment but I think yeah. that was one of those moments where our worlds collided like mm -hmm. Turkish people uh, and the people outside of Turkey were like wow this is a huge industry a lot of yep. people are watching yep. this and there's a lot of money going into this like yep. so if you can bring for an episode two Hollywood stars that, that right. means you have money right right yeah, I always forget about that show because it didn't go on forever. It like aired for t for 10 years. Yeah, it went on forever. And I heard that there's going to be a reboot. Oh, gosh. Oh, I'm disgusted. <laughs> With the same actor? But yeah. Will I watch it? <laughs> I might. <laughs> so I don't know. We'll see. We'll it see. doesn't. I'm I'm very like hypocritical about these things. I can go back and watch it if it's good. <laughs> I'll watch yeah. it but uh, no. back then it, it wasn't I don't think it was that good it was yeah. just for um boys I think yeah, yeah no it was interesting because um I remember when they would film we, we, they would air it in the Arab world I would get annoyed my aunt would get more annoyed than me because she'd be like I don't want to watch this one why are they re-airing this one again because they would play out a lot and um in addition to uh, the, all the other yeah. ones but I yeah. now that you say it, I unblocked it from my memory yeah um, yeah, we should we should come to that later because some diseases I think are being made for male audience and not for yes. uh, female audience, and some diseases are being made being made only for female audience where yep. the men are really excluded from the party, like <laughs> most rom coms. Yeah, uh, but uh, I think that the re the, that's why maybe in the seventies, eighties, nineties they were focusing on these family comedies because those are the ones. Yep the whole family can watch yeah even the kids yeah and i'm i, I think so, like i wish they made a comeback <laughs> those type of disease because they were really they were really fun to watch so another year important year i think you wanted to mention 
mentioned the 2010. Yes, that which was which you a, had found something. Yeah, it was important. a year of greats, and I can't believe these all aired at the same time because when we talk about the OG DZ era, we neither think about can all I. Of it, right? So Izel was airing at the same time. Izel was an interesting one because although it was a mafia dizzy, I feel like it was really well done with a dramatic, dr dramatized story. There was romance, there was action, there was yeah. comedy. Yeah, Izel has rights. It can do mafia, whatever. It's, yeah, Izel really can do good. whatever they want, right? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then you had Ashke Mamnoun was wrapping up. So that was yeah. the, and I, I remember it was a legend. And I know you had shared with me how Beren Sat like, what you were saying something about her clothes and how people yeah, were a shoe like... company made the collection not it wasn't just that shoe company but a big shoe company made a mm -hmm. I, I remember a collection of bags on shoes i think mm -hmm. but there were other things like i remember in the media like every week that ashkamemnu aired uh mm -hmm. okay this is this happens now so to the listeners this might sound normal but back then it wasn't normal for the weavers to uh be so interested in the clothes uh dizzy actors actress is wearing mm -hmm. it, it, it it didn't make sense it wasn't the norm now mm -hmm. it's the norm now there is instagram and like everyone is like oh what was hande wearing what was the, that one yeah. wearing it wasn't the case back then we didn't really no. care no yeah no, so that was the first for sure yeah um, and then the other one was uh, Yaprak Dokomo. And that one, I think, was a family drama. It aired for a long time. It was very popular. The other one that yeah. this and this blows my mind about what an amazing actress Baron Sat was. So Ashki Mamnon ended and then the Fatma Gould show started that same year. I think that it is insane. That's insane. That, that she is went insane. Two different characters, completely different. So different. Yeah. I, I remember that was when people were like, Baron is really talented like she yes. was like she finally was given um her due like because due. uh Beren and Engin uh mm -hmm. came into the acting world through a competition right right there was a tv competition for I don't know for recruiting new actors I don't know it was very interesting and I remember watching it and they uh -huh. were the winners Engin uh, Akurek and Beren Saad and yeah. I said to my family back then, these two are going to be real stars. This is because sometimes, you know, those uh, shows, like yeah. someone wins and everybody forgets about that person. Like mm -hmm. there was a, that like, uh, I don't know, mm, singing competitions. Yep. Like, so, where are they now? We don't know. Like, nobody they knows. Were yeah. Like 15 minutes of fame. And I told my parents, these two are going to be big. And they were like, mm -hmm. ah, we'll see. And it did happen. Like they, yeah. they really got really famous. Yeah. Yeah. You know that Ingen's Ingen, one of his skits is has has uh, surfaced online. Like there's one of him really? from that show. I, think. I should I should find and see. I it. wonder. I think it was because I, was I like, had what? the biggest crush on him. He was so cute. I, see you, do, but like... I, I do too see we have good taste this is why we're friends we saw the, his potential before <laughs> people liked him so. uh, I know and he's also graduated from my uh, university I oh. can't believe and we are almost like around the same age so he probably was walking on the same campus campus, campus as me and I didn't right? notice him because he's so tall and I'm so short. I probably didn't <laughs> like who's up there. Well, who's well, up there? <laughs> we can still, we can. There's still time, Ada. But yes, no, he's that. 
I think he missed out on not being your friend. We'll have to have him fix that in his life. So, and then the last one is um, Magnificent Century. And that one is insane because this is a legend. And I think every single who's who actor you can think of from the for a list b list c list all of the lists was in the show over years and it was i think people still talk about it until this day and it helped i think raise i i know people do tours from i don't remember which country it was in asia but they come and they do the magnificent century tour where they go to the filming locations because the show is still popular there yeah, I, I'm not surprised. It, this is like Magnificent Century was the Game of Thrones of Turkey. Yep, yep. So everyone wanted to be on it. They just like, uh, after a while, they just started uh, showing up in the, like, DZ. All, that, that is why you can see everyone you know from disease on Magnificent Century. Yes. And uh, it also had a, like, a spin-off, like Magnificent yes. Century Kyosem which was all equally good. I, I like that one as well. Mm-hmm. And it's, um, there, there, there was a lot of discussion on it in Turkey saying it wasn't, um, they were like, it wasn't accurate historically, but who cares? I mean, come on. Like, yeah, this is drama. Like nobody's expecting it to be, um, exactly as it was in the books, uh, history books. But I think it also, uh, allowed for turkish people to be more interested in history right that was very funny yeah that was really funny when someone died or when something happened everybody went to the historics to check if it was real (laughs) 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 those writers like uh, had a lot to like work on because everyone was like checking historical facts and were like no he wasn't like this he didn't i remember uh the scene when uh the like uh when they kissed when he kissed uh Huram for the first time the like uh, what what's his name like oh I forgot the name of the uh Suleiman 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 is Huram said which is Kanuni Sultan Suleiman uh, uh anyway yeah. he when he kissed her for the first time and uh-huh. uh, everyone was like. No, uh, like a padishah, a sultan doesn't kiss like that. <laughs> As if they were, they knew how they, right. they would kiss. It was hysterical. It was a really it's fun so time. Yeah, it would yeah. then we come to... I was going to say, it would be funny to do an episode one time and see like the, the percentage of what was actually true versus what was in the DZ. But yeah. I mean, yeah, it would it would take us a lot because there's it's there's a lot there. <laughs> yes, yeah. Yes, go ahead. And then you were gonna say. So then we come to the um uh, in the 2010s we also have like the rise of rom coms. Mm-hmm. I think it this is in not the 2010s. This is the 2015s. Yes. Sorry, we are yes. uh, we have some notes because we don't want to ramble too long. Yes. So in 2015 we. Uh, we started uh, dabbling in Turkey, Disneyland, Dizis, uh, with rom-coms. And the first ones that come to mind are Kiralık Aşk and Aşk Laftan Anlamaz. Kiralık Aşk, um, that was the summer I started watching rom-coms, actually, uh, because uh, I was mm-hmm. I had been away from Dizis for a long time. And I started checking Twitter. And I remember 
I speak Italian. I studied Italian in university. So I I remember I checked Italian. I, I saw Italian tweets, like it, tweets from Italians, sorry. Mm-hmm. And they were watching Kiralikash and... Um, uh, there, the, like the, these, those who have watched Kiralagash mm-hmm. know that there were like um, the they had some relations to Italy, and they sometimes mm-hmm. spoke a few words, yes. and they uh, tr- like uh, pronounced terribly, etc. <laughs> I was like stabbing myself at home. Um, they could have hired me. I could have helped. <laughs> Anyway, yes. uh, and then I loved Anandamas with Hande Arshal and Brock uh, Denis was also a big hit. Mm-hmm. So um, then I noticed that this is the first time I noticed there was uh, like the, the, the world was paying attention to disease mm-hmm. because before that they were for me something for us. Just I mean, I, I, I knew maybe they were being sold, but I didn't really I didn't really know. I didn't really also I didn't really care. <laughs> um so that that was uh the like year when they understood that rom-coms can last longer and Mm -hmm. because kiralikash kenash kaftananamas didn't just stay as summer disease before that summer disease were summer disease and with these um especially with kiralikash it had two seasons it, it was like it 69 episodes yeah it was yeah, like 69 the, episodes yeah. i mean the second season is not everyone's favorite i like it mm-hmm. to be honest but uh yeah ashkafton annamas also like lasted longer than it should <laughs> <laughs> that's not always the case it's like they're 10 episodes too long yeah. i don't know it was good like yeah. i think they they had great chemistry and i'm excited to see see their new dizzy by the way mm-hmm. uh so and uh, the Kiralikashka also introduced Turkish viewers to something new because mm-hmm. of uh, the censorship. The uh, they had a f- um, the first like they had a very uh, like c- they had a scene where they kissed and made out, etc. And uh, this this was aired on YouTube because it couldn't be aired on TV. Right, right. So that's when I think people noticed they could watch disease on YouTube as well. And that brought the viewers to the to YouTube. Uh, and that's where YouTube became, um, I don't know, a place you can find dizzy clips, edits, etc. And then um, that became something else. I, nowadays, I almost watch all disease on YouTube. And yeah. if there's if the episodes are not on YouTube, I'm like pissed. <laughs> like, I'm like, why not? not? Yes. Where is my episode? Like, yes. and, and I and I think, um, yeah, the 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 DZs that are not putting their episodes on YouTube are missing the mark. Yep. Um, but like, I don't know. Someday they'll wake up. Right. So, the same year, still 2015, Blue TV gets. Uh, established it starts airing and uh, that's uh, and the year later in 2016 Netflix so we are on to streaming platforms now mm-hmm. the first like things that came out were not perfect but like I think it was great for Turkish audience to see uh, different types of things like shorter episodes different stories and uh, of course like uh, the 
the crew and the cast, they could work more freely, like because dizzy shooting uh, conditions are really tough. Right. So uh, I think that was great. I don't know how you guys feel about uh, Turkish streaming platforms like Dizzy's um, and stuff. What do you think about them? You know, I... I like the shows that the, the the ones that I've seen from Blue TV, they're harder to find than the other ones. And usually what I do to watch them, I, I realize rely on some of the shady um, English websites that have those subtitles and pop ups. Or there is a few Arabic ones that are pretty good about um, putting like uploading them. But the thing is, these ones are hard to find because I think you have to have a subscription to them or sometimes the stories. We are still at the mercy of those who subtitle. If they like the story, they subtitle it. We watch it if not. And it's harder to find clips online. But the stories are fresh from what the ones I've seen. Like I I can't remember the name of it, but it had uh Saleh and and Ozgi. It's about this married couple. They get married and then they break up. Yeah, Yes. Mm -hmm. And I thought that was such fresh filmmaking to be done in that mm -hmm. way because they were shown it was like a real couple that was and they were both equally toxic. So it wasn't the traditional disease where you would take one side or there was a side that you empathize with more. They were very toxic and it showed their lifestyle in a in a very real way, I would say. Um I'm trying to think what some other blue TV ones that I've seen, but again, unfortunately, they're not as easy to find as some of the the ones that air. What about Netflix? Netflix is easier to do. The interesting thing about Netflix is, um, I need to do this next time I'm in Istanbul to log in to Netflix from from Turkey to see because they don't show the same things. So I think the ones yeah. in the United States they have um, they've uh limited the ones that they've seen or unless they are Netflix uh, produced ones like Ashk 101 or like the 58 M2, the one that had uh, Ingen Osturk and Ibuki. Yeah. That one, yeah. those ones were there and then some other, all the new ones like the the club one and, and all the ones that were produced in the last two years, they're there. But it used to be a lot of folks discovered some of the OG DZs on Netflix. So like, uh, uh, I think the only one left now is Kara Parajk that's on there that even I oh, think yeah. Bar yeah. even Barbara Streisand like sh uh, watched it and like tagged Tuba and Ingen and was like, I like uh, this yeah, show. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but, <laughs> that, um, was, but, that was a... Great. Right? We're like, wait, what? Barbara's watching DZs with us? And I think at some point, um, Cardi B watched Magnificent Century because yeah. Magnificent Century I mean, she used to was be on obsessed. Netflix, right? She but, was obsessed. She shared it like three times, I think. Right, but that's because it was on Netflix, but it's not on there anymore. So I wonder what the agreement was. But that those were, I think, Netflix that introduced a lot of people to disease because um, it was easily accessible with subtitles. What about you? What's yeah. your favorite um, Blue TV? If you were going to recommend for someone to watch Blue TV. DZ, which one would it be? Um, I think Bosker is my current favorite. It's a detective drama, like, um, and I think the second season has Furkan Andic. Uh, so oh, yeah. folks might be interested. Yeah. The first one had Ekin Koch. Uh, mm. I I like the first season of Aleph, another like uh, detective story. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm seeing a pattern. I mean, uh, <laughs> I think Blue TV DZs are, uh, I mean, Yeshil Cham with Chata Ulusoy was a very mm -hmm. nice as a period drama. I wasn't mm -hmm. able to finish it, but I'm planning on finishing it. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think there's many more which don't just come to mind now, yeah. uh, my mind right now. But there's, I think Blue TV projects are a bit more well thought out uh, mm-hmm. comparing yep. to Netflix. Netflix is just fast consume consumed uh, things there are good things but like uh, I don't know from uh, Netflix I think Fatma was one of my favorites yes mm-hmm. I also wrote about it on uh, North America 10 and uh, but what was the one yeah. that Oiko was in that was really good too the one oh, that that's Bir Başkadır Bir Başkadır mm-hmm. Ethos, I think they um, Ethos, yes. trans they translated, but I don't um, exactly see it as a Netflix uh, show, uh, mm-hmm. even though it was on Netflix. Yeah, because oh, I mean because uh, the director and like the writer Barkunoya shot the first episode. This is what I read. He shot the first episode with his own means. He took really? it to Netflix. And then ah. Netflix said, okay. And he said, but I'm going to do it my way. And it was his way. It it didn't it didn't uh, stink of Netflix. Um, I don't know. It, it doesn't have the canned formula. Know. Yeah, it's very unique. Yeah, yeah I, I heard that Netflix is doing its editing with AI. So that's why everything looks the same, I think. Mm, makes sense. Could yeah. be. It's a gossip, but I don't know. Yeah. Uh, anyway... <laughs> Oh, by the way, from Netflix, you they can also watch Uysallar, which I really liked. Mm-hmm. Um, and don't, don't worry, we'll put all of these saying. in the notes for you all. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So, yeah, we, 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 we should uh, wrap it up. Anyway, uh, then came the pandemic, right? And mm-hmm. everyone knows what happened in the pandemic. Uh, and let's come to 2021. Yes, which was a special year for us. <laughs> it was. It and it's was probably the year we met. Right? It was the year we met on on Twitter, and we, a lot of folks, <laughs> I think, met. Although no, it started in twenty twenty for some folks, but to me, my my coming out moment in Disneyland was twenty twenty one because of these two shows. It was Ashley <laughs> and Sonia. Exactly. And I think you made a really good point about the reason they were so well made is because of the pandemic. Actually, do you remember what you told me? Yeah, I think uh, like everything was uh, on halt, like everything was stopped. Mm-hmm. And I think these writers had uh, more time to work on uh, their um, craft. And yeah. that I, I think this is the reason Sonia's and Marashda came out the way they came out. Like mm-hmm. also, of course, people were watching more disease and mm-hmm. uh, they were appreciated more for what they were. Um, but like, um, yeah, I think that, that, that was a better environment to shoot disease in where, uh, there wasn't that much rush. There wasn't much going on. Yeah. Yeah. And they, their storylines were very unique. It was uh well thought out characters, um, for a lot of it, um, you, you know, with with DZs who are two hours and a half, sometimes you find yourself bored or drifting away or, or fast forwarding scenes. These two shows, you couldn't really do that because one, actually, you would get lost if you fast forwarded because everything was nuanced and, and um, connected. And Sonia's is, they were just so enjoyable. You wanted to spend time with them. So you didn't want to fast forward. You wanted to sit and enjoy every scene with them. Perfectly so those- said, yeah. yeah. So then it brings us to this year, 
Um, I think this year was the year we realized that Book Talk discovered disease with um, yeah. the <laughs> Do you want to talk more about that, Ida? Yeah, I, I, I am not. Um, I'm not using uh, TikTok. Mm-hmm. I feel a bit old for it. But like, um, but I heard a m- magazine article. I think yes, my dear friend. Uh, a shout out to uh, Kristen, uh, who is making uh, like who inspired us uh, with uh-huh. Ashley the with the podcast. They are doing. Dizzy for Dizzy, shout out to them. Shout I think out. she she was the one who shared an article mm-hmm. uh, where uh, Book That's Talk has uh, discovered Dizzy's and romance writers are taking inspiration from uh, Dizzy characters, like Karen Burson's character in uh, Sanchal Kapuma. I think mm-hmm. it was the 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 writer was. I I'm sorry, I don't remember the writer. I think it was uh, Tessa Bailey I, I, and Abigail. Rodriguez, I believe, is the name of the person Could who be. based it off of Karam. And, and Tessa was the one that was live tweeting her reaction or li- live messaging her reactions. Sorry, go ahead. You remember what I told you when we talked about this? It's yes. I said it's funny they are discovering book talk because I'm discovering. I, the, sorry, I, it's funny. Uh, romance writers have discovered disease because this is the year I discovered romance writers, and I'm reading <laughs> a lot of romance. And I can see why they were, um, they, they thought this was absolutely great uh, inspiration because, uh, yeah, I mean, Dizzy's are all about romance. Like every Dizzy, no matter what the plot of the Dizzy is, it can be uh, military Dizzy or it mm-hmm. can be mafia or it can yeah. be uh, taking place on the moon, but it will always be about romance. There will always right. be a, a love story woven into the main plot so i think it's um uh it's great inspiration it can make for great inspiration uh, for romance writers and i'm okay. very proud that uh, book talk has discovered these yes. it's a bit late but it's okay <laughs> yeah. join us join join us old old people tiktok folks yes um and I think it also speaks to the Disneyland community. You were you dubbed us as a community of marketers. We love to promote. And I think that's how TikTok Book Talk found out about us is all these like folks were doing short edits of all the different DZs and like promoting them and adding songs and 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 creating trends with them that it caught Book Talk's attention. Yeah, considering how our friendship started, I think most friendships on uh and ours is not the only one. I know yes. uh, there are a lot of people who've met through disease and have mm-hmm. become friends. And m- usually uh, through these, um, prom- like th- through promoting uh, the disease they liked as yep. well. Like the people uh, met in the comments, in Twitter. Mm-hmm. Mainly Twitter, I think, is yeah. the heart of Disneyland. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's I I will still keep calling it Twitter I I I, I refuse <laughs> to call it X. No. Um. So yeah, I mean, I was I discovered in yeah during the pandemic that there are so many talented people, mm-hmm. uh, and it's it it gave uh all of them uh like a like a medium to share their talents to create which is great and uh also the, it gave them an uh it, it gave them admirers like people who who will appreciate what yep. they have done 
and mm -hmm. it's I think it's the best like uh, and I love that we are shamelessly promoting our own like the disease we like uh, there's absolutely no Obviously. shame in it but we are doing better promoting most of the time than the disease themselves and yes. they are taking us for granted <laughs> for sure <laughs> For yeah. sure. Yeah. But we just want them to last longer. That's it. Because there right. are sometimes they are like uh, falling stars. Like <laughs> we don't like we don't know how long they will last. So we try to promote them right. as much as we can. Right. If only we could and change the rating us... system. Yes. But anyhow. Yeah. We'll talk about that on another yeah. episode, maybe. Because, For sure. Uh, it will it will turn into a rant and i don't want to yes. <laughs> this i don't want this the joy of this episode to yes. be <laughs> yeah let's end on a positive joyful writing <laughs> yes. yeah let's end on a good note yeah so yeah i think that's enough for today yes um we, we want like to thank you so much yeah thank you ada this is i always love spending time with you this was wonderful same the same i i loved it thank you for um bringing this up because i would never have dared to do it on my own i'm so glad you are with me on this journey um so yeah um thanks for listening so far um uh, we would like to let you know that we're recording this on zoom and maha is in uh the usa <laughs> i'm in istanbul <laughs> And it's early morning here and midnight in America. So uh, we might sound a bit uh, sleepish, <laughs> sleepy, <laughs> I don't know. So and also for the sound quality, if it's not crisp enough, I'm sorry, we're recording from our homes. Mm -hmm. And uh, it was really fun for us. We hope you had fun, too. Uh, please uh, find us. We are going to leave everything on the uh, episode notes. Uh, this podcast episode notes will uh, put down the names of the diseases we mentioned. And we'll also uh, include our uh, social media handles, uh, Instagram and Twitter. You can find us there. Please let us know your thoughts. Please share this with your friends, especially dizzy friends you've made along the way. Mm -hmm. And our new episode is going to air in two weeks. So we hope to see you again in two weeks. And let's say it together. Okay. <laughs> and remember. Remember, if you want, you want friends, friends, watch Dizzy's. Watch Dizzy's. <laughs> Have a great See day, everyone. Later. See you. Have a great day. Bye. Bye.